Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Finn is out. George and JJ sitting in a tree. And should the holiday special be available on Disney Plus? Say goodnight, friends. Collaterogenic Council starts right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special spoiler heavy review of Endgame. No, 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 no. I don't want this. I don't want it. Welcome back to Star Wars Jedi Council, and we are not going to use spoiling Endgame. If you want to do that, well, then you should watch our spoiler heavy review that will air once the movie is out. But we are talking about Star Wars, everything happening in the world of Star Wars, and what a way to do it. The panel that we have today, Kim Horcher returns. Hello, Kim. How are you? Hey, ready for no spoilers. No spoilers at all. And <laughs> next to her is the one and only Ken Napsack. Hello, Ken. I will not spoil anything. Uh, I do have gifts for you both. Oh, what do you got? Uh, a friend named Brian, but I know him as Captain Lobot. Okay. Made these little things, uh, little Lobot uh Little Lobot pins. And that's what you have on your lapel. That's what I have on my lapel. I love it. And we just had a commercial. That's funny. Lobot keeps coming up today. Uh, He was on. There was a question from Clyde Alive today. Someone someone just wrote randomly. They go, Who's that Star Trek looking dude in Empire? And I said, They're talking about Lobot. I saw that. (laughs) I also want to make sure. Did you guys solve the mystery of the Uh, the bathroom? No, no, we never solved it. Okay. We never solved it. It's pretty pretty awful, though. I'll tell you that. That's good. Uh, But for more reference, please go and watch Clyde Alive this morning but we will be talking about star wars movie news ladies and gentlemen that's everything happening in the world of star wars that it's the movies and right now episode nine seems to be the only game in town but that's gonna that won't be for that long but ken what's going on yeah absolutely let's talk about uh well uh, after the rise of skywalker john boyega you 
know him. He plays Finn, FN2187. Uh, he was talking with uh, MTV. MTV, Josh Horowitz got a lot of great little he sound clips does. down there at this, this celebration. Uh, some of us are still there. Uh, Mark Riley stuck in the airport. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Where was the damn quote? Oh, I swore. Um, oh, they were talking about, uh, you know, we, uh, after uh, will Finn be done with Star Wars? And he absolutely says, uh, uh, honestly, the bottom of my heart, I don't think I am being uh, involved in Star Wars after this. This uh, is he really he doesn't. That. He thinks he's not. Yeah, done. this is this really is that movie. I think everyone does believe it. But this is uh, that this is the war that just ends everything. I. Oh wait, I so he says well. he says he's not coming. He back. says he's not, not coming, coming back. back. Done. Yeah, yeah. Next time, maybe just Roca will read it. Um, I can't read quotes. Yeah, yeah. So he's saying done, done. Yeah, we'll see. Not surprising. Of course, he says that now is the end for this particular thing. But if you listen to Kathleen Kennedy's interview, I think again with Horowitz, yes, she yes. said that there are characters that have been set up in this franchise that you could potentially see again. Now, she didn't say it was going to happen in two years from now. Right. She didn't say it's going to happen in ten years from now. So, if there is a story that takes place with Finn in fifteen or twenty years from now. Look, if you ask Billy D. Williams back in uh, after Return of the Jedi if he was done with Star Wars, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm done. Yeah, you know, but it's it, it's and then he's back today, so it's very possible mm-hmm. that he could return. I think as of today, if you ask him, yeah, I think he's done. I mean, they could definitely pull a Hamill on him. I was talking to Mark Hamill in like 2012, 2013, and he was like, yeah, I don't know, right. I don't know if it's ever happening again. It, it, it happened again. Right. So it could just be that he doesn't know or mm-hmm. he's been led to believe this. There's always mm-hmm. machinations going on behind the scenes that no maybe story he doesn't yet for know him. about. Yeah, yeah, there's no story yeah. yet for him. So it's for him today, he's done. But if someone comes up and has a, an amazing story, an amazing, uh, let's say, I don't know, Matthew Vaughn, Patty Jenkins, somebody comes up with a, an amazing story and presents it to Lucas and was like, I got this thing for Finn. And it takes place seven years after the events of, of the rise of Skywalker. And now Finn is doing this and it fits the story and they get, boy, here's a, here's a, uh, a truckload of cash. Come back and play Finn again. He'll do it. But today, today it's over. Today it's not. What do you think? Uh, look, I, I, I Every time I start to choke on a deli sandwich, I tell myself I'm never doing that <laughs> Tuna again. fish sandwich? Tuna fish sandwich. Yeah. Uh, every time I choke on it, uh, within a couple weeks, I'm choking on another one. It's, it just, it's the way life is. You never know. Uh, and I, I do. I thought Kathleen's comments were interesting. Again, I'm not saying that anything's fact or anything's in development or plan. But, yeah, you, these characters don't have to go, don't have to end, unless that's part of their journey, of course. Um, and, and the question I want to fire back at you is, you know, we hear this is the end of the Skywalker saga. The saga films, one through nine. I don't think something like this would be episode ten. But do you need do you need a Skywalker in it to be a saga film? If in five years they come back with episode ten, Ray, Finn, and Poe, and BB-8, I mean, does that count? Remember, the, the main thing that people don't, I think, take into consideration is that Star Wars was initially you have those three movies, and that's like, oh, we're gonna get three more. Okay, great, we got six, yeah. and then we thought that was it forever. When Disney had bought over Lucasfilm, they said, no, we're going to do one a year, which they've gone back on since. But we still know there's going to be a lot more movies in there. There's no end in sight. You don't need just the saga films or just those nine movies. Let these nine movies stand on their own. There's nine films. Great. Now let's start some brand new stuff. Now, whether or not it's characters from this one starting their own saga or it's 
Benioff and Weiss doing an old republic type thing and starting there because maybe and this the likely of this is excuse me the, the possibility is unlikely but what if they release Benioff and Weiss release their first movie it's in the old republic it's the rise of the Jedi and the rise of the Sith and it becomes people's favorite Star Wars movies that they've ever seen mm-hmm. and those first three movies are the best that they've ever seen and they feel that it's better than anything even that happened in Empire Jedi again unlikely but what if it would be silly for them to go well let's just keep playing here Mm-hmm. Let's do three more movies here, or just or start to spin off in this direction. So yeah. I, they can end. They can end with nine, and they'll be fine. Do you feel another yeah. way? No, no. I, I, I'm happy with not happy, but I, one through nine, and like you just said, like that's this thing. It's. Uh, um, I just don't want that to stop. Uh, other characters popping up in other stories, you know, I wouldn't. Right. Uh, they're from the one through nine universe. I don't think yeah, that'll yeah. stop. I don't think that's the case. But uh, yeah, just 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 what? Just questioning. What do you think about that? It would, it would be foolish on their investment to just be like, "That's the end. It's all done. No more right. possibilities. <laughs> no more creativity. No more mediums that we definitely own." It's gonna. I mean, if this saga ends, start a new saga or call it chronicles or stories right. or something. But mm-hmm. there's always room. I mean, Disney owns Marvel, which is the creator of the cinematic universe uh, successful cinematic universe and it's definitely repeatable yeah I think that there's there, it's definitely possible for characters in in the sequel trilogy to appear in other movies if they if they need them like it's I just think that what this movie really set up and what it's do is, is to tie in everything that came before whether you grew up with the prequels whether you mm-hmm. grew up with the original trilogy this is to set it all together um, in one way or another mm-hmm. and I think that that's what that's what this one will do and I think that you close it off with a nice you put a nice little bow on it and then you just because, again, it would be really cool if what if there's another movie that takes place 10 years in the future after Rise of Skywalker. And right. even if it's one scene, Ray pops up, you know, 10 right, years right, later. Right. And it's like, oh, that's cool. It, it, it all depends on how this ends. And I think that the possibilities are at least they have the, the opportunity. Could, could potentially be. Yeah. Do you think it's possible he's saying, like, I die in this movie? No. <laughs> no, I think he's got a pretty big role. Yeah, no, yeah. I just think what's it's, this? What's and obviously it's from Force Awakens, but what? Where, where was this pulled from? Do we know? This looks like a billboard that I saw. Yeah, but uh, it's like is it recently? Or is just from Force Awakens? Because Force. So, um, because I, I, I'm wondering what his role is going to play in in this one, in the new one. But anyway, moving moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, all right, uh, we've got this uh, little story here. This has been again stuff that popped out of celebration. The idea that J.J. Abrams is saying he had a, a meeting with George Lucas happened prior to the writing of the Rise of Skywalker, which is not abnormal. George, uh, you know, we saw in that documentary, he placed a call to Ryan Johnson. He's shown up on sets. Hell, he was even on the Game of Thrones set recently, uh, uh, the season one, a uh, season eight, uh, episode one. Uh, episode, you know what I'm saying? Um, Having problems tonight. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what's going on to me today. It's been. I have not recovered from Chicago. I've been sleeping terribly. Uh, It's been. You you know what are you going to do? Don't laugh at me, Roca. Focus on the questions. (laughs) He spent so much time on them. (laughs) Sorry. Focus on the question. Um, Just get it together. JJ says this. I feel the story we told, the goal for this movie, the job was to end not just this trilogy and just to make a standalone film. Of course, it needs to work in that way, too. But to end nine films, three trilogies. And so that job was, uh, so the job was to look at all of them, including The Last Jedi and ask yourselves, what is the inevitability? Where is this going? 
There have been a lot of ideas since the beginning, since George first came up with his uh, with this, of where things could go. We had a meeting with him before we even wrote the script about the rise of Skywalker. Uh, also goes on to claim that uh, uh, there was meetings with Ryan, Lawrence Kasdan, the the whole whole kit and caboodle of people. Okay. That's so good. I, I also I, I always think there's been this. There's always a weird scramble to claim George Lucas and that George blessed it or George this and George was on our set and then George makes his, you know, he shows Mandalorian. He's obviously close with Filoni. Um, there's all those kind of, you know, close with the cast and so he's going to show up on the solo set, all that kind of stuff. So sometimes it's a little weird for me. I, I, I think it's great. I don't put a ton of stock and stuff like this, but it seems like this weird, like, George is, George is, George is okay. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I think that. There, it, there's always politics involved, one yeah. way or another. And the what we want to hear is the creator loves everyone. The creator's mm-hmm. on board with everybody. We had a meeting with them. A meeting could have been a phone call. What do you think we should do here for this? Uh, well, maybe you should do this. Great, thanks, George. And it's it's we've had conversations with them for sure. We, we want to let you know that the creator endorses our product the same way that every single time a Terminator movie goes like, look, James Cameron likes it. Right. No matter what. That's not the. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's no, it's like, different though because James Cameron made the only good Terminator films. Right. And, and George Lucas arguably didn't make the best. Well. But he's, but he's responsible he's, he's for it. He's had his hand and yeah. But he created it the same way James Cameron created it. As opposed it. to directing. Right. Yeah. He created it. And so you always want to – it's like the philosophy. When you listen to James uh, – excuse me, James Cameron. When you listen to Dave Filoni, what I think that a lot of people, and myself included for a long time, when everybody was so harsh on George Lucas, you people, because it was an animated series, don't realize how the Clone Wars truly affected Star Wars in general and how much creative input went in from – George Lucas and how much he knows how it, it, he learned everything. Filoni learned everything from George Lucas through those meetings and through those understanding and working with him. And you saw some of the greatest stuff as far as storytelling in Star Wars happens in that in that animated series. And a lot of people don't haven't watched it or seen it. And it takes I think three seasons to really get going. But once it does, it was George being on. He's always on point with the storytelling of it. He never. Yeah. It, so why wouldn't you want to make a phone call with it? But I don't like you said. I don't take stock in people saying, "Well, look, JJ on the same place." Oh, JJ and Ryan had a meeting. They're best friends. I've had meetings with people that. I mean, and it almost looks like he took a shot. At, at Ryan a little bit in this one, he's like, he's like, oh, all these movies count, even Last Jedi. Wow, <laughs> doesn't it seem like that a little bit inside of that? Read that comment again. I think it's, read that I comment again. Can you read it again? Read so it again. the job was to look at all of them, including the Last Jedi. <laughs> like, why, okay, that's a shot. Like, why throw that in there? It's like, look at all the movies. Why didn't he say, look at all the movies, even Phantom Menace? Look at, look at all those even movies. Even Life Day celebration. Uh, yeah. We're looking to that. <laughs> yeah, look, at, look at all these movies. Even Last Jedi, the last movie that came right before mine. I, I, wow. I, of course. I think he's talking about... Am I wrong? It's I, a little passive aggressive. I yeah. think, I think uh, the, the very truths we cling to all depend greatly on our certain point of view here. I think he's basically saying the writing process may have began before that movie came out, but we looked at that as well. I think that's what it is. All right. That's what I'm taking. You guys okay. read it so different because yep. I thought... It meant to say, oh, we're including elements that were in the prequels and that have always been a through line. Yeah, no, it's just like taking all these movies that I'd count. Go, I'd also have to see the full yeah. interview. I don't, see the, I don't want to see the full interview for sure, but the way that, that, the way that you read it, oh, and, and to be fair, you're not reading very well today. Um, <laughs> I'm reading like yeah. a, but the way that, a medical condition. Yes, the way, that you, the way that you read it, it seemed like, yeah. we're going to pay attention to all these movies, <laughs> even The Last Jedi. 
Like that's the way that the, the clip it's out. Roka, can you uh, Burbank police and fire just up the street? Have them hovering around. I don't know what's going on with that. Doing too good. Anyway, uh, so it's it's very nice that he's the guy. The guy is the best. He really knows how to maneuver media. I know that. Uh, JJ, oh, he does. Yeah, he knows, he's a master. He's a master at maneuvering it. So there's no, no matter what he's going to say, he's never going to. What's he going to say? Let's say let's say that him and George Lucas don't get along. Let's say that they don't talk at all. What's he going to say? You know, George has interesting ideas. Right. You know what? I don't really, I don't pay attention to George or I don't really like George. Uh, so uh, deal with it. And then the yeah. whole fan base turns against him. Or, yeah, everything Ryan Johnson did in that film, he, I hated it. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Every, I'm going to do some stuff that is just going to shove it in his face. Is he going to say that? No. no. So, oh, he no. said he gets along. And I'm not saying that any of that's true, but I'm just saying, yeah. if, but what's he going to, he, he's going to say yeah. good things. He's a smart he's a smart yeah. businessman what if he just looked at the camera and said i'm the captain now and that was it that was the end of the interview Makes sense. okay yeah all, all right. right moving on <laughs> there's some rumors good luck reading them going around well just i'm make not the font bigger i'm it's not that <laughs> i'm just having one Did you go out last night no no yeah. i haven't been out for my birthday i fell asleep at a bar oh uh yeah cool. good. Just, yeah I'm, who's I'm, this homeless guy <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like that um it's been a, it's been a fun time all right so i i don't i don't read and click on a lot of rumors so i haven't read this one but there's a rumor floating around Apparently you don't read I don't. I you know I read well at times. You're getting there. You know I fell asleep reading Master and Apprentice last night. Oh yeah, I'm falling asleep. What page you on? Eighty-seven. And uh, I mean I love it. Okay. I just it's just you just tired. Not falling asleep because of the book. No, it's, you're like Makugi. Awesome. Fell asleep in, the, in Infinity War because he just falls asleep. Oh yeah, uh, Infinity War. In, Endgame. Infinity War and Endgame. He said he yeah, fell both. asleep. Yeah, twice. Yeah. yeah, he just falls asleep all the time. He just falls he asleep just... unless he's screaming at horror films. Right. Anyways, there's a rumor about Han Solo. Do you think Harrison Ford would make any kind of appearance in the Rise of Skywalker? Christian, in like a flashback. Flashback cameo. I don't know if he shot it already. A framed photo doesn't seem to want to come back. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah that's JJ true. probably could have gotten him back if he wanted him to, but I don't mm. think he need to. I mean, I, yeah. I, I guess it depends on the arc with with Kylo. Mm-hmm. Could I see it happening? Yeah, I don't necessarily think it needs to though. But yeah. I, I could see it being a possibility. What do you think? I mean. It would be nice on one hand, but I feel it might undermine the finality and the just the weight of his death. Yeah. Even though it's it, it what what if it what if it's part of like a flashback that because we know we know he's getting redeemed, Kylo Ren in this one, right? So like, what if it's part of the the arc is him kind of connecting into something that maybe his mother helps kind of figure out like a message or something. I don't know. I mean, it, it's facilitating it's something that. like that. I don't know. So there's just some lesson that maybe they do that. Like if anything proves, and this is, this is from Marvel movies in general, Marvel movies has been showing a lot of de-aging stuff. And even if you look at that Will Smith trailer that they're we just so saw, the de-aging stuff is getting better and better and better. And now you got the Irishman coming out that they're mm-hmm. doing it too. Why not do something a de aging thing mm. with mm-hmm. with them and maybe mm-hmm. do like an old scene? That would be cool. Flashback. What if you age up Alden Ehrenreich? Huh? Mm. Pass. <laughs> it's a big pass. Maybe, maybe the scene is uh, they've had time after his death, uh, his belongings. He didn't have a will, and it's the, everything went to probate. Yeah. And so there's a, a middle chapter of uh, the Rise of Skywalker is just Kylo and Leia in court fighting over his. That's belongings. what everyone loves: <laughs> yeah. the bureaucratic stuff yeah. in Star Wars. Uh, Here's another question yeah. for you: yeah. Has Alden become George Lazenby? A little bit. Old become Lazenby. I get it. No, Lazenby would have continued, but he 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 became a hippie, and the producers (laughs) fired him. That's look. Am I wrong, Roca? That is wrong. Not wrong. Um, But you know, but as far as the reputation, one and out, one and done. I mean, I I I I, I can't see him coming back unless you do it on plus. He might not want to. 
I mean, he'd, he'd be locked in. They're all yeah, locked. They're all locked yeah. in the three the three movies. But I mean, like, I'm all for it, but I know I know. No, nah, I, uh, I think they're. I, I, think I don't think they're it. gonna. All right. Yeah, we digress. Speaking of episode nine, hey, remember when we were at Chicago? I remember when, that, I, yeah. when I had sleep. Yeah, great uh, hot dogs. That's where I lost. You and I had a lot of hot dogs. Good hot dogs. Let's be honest. They're you delicious. and I ate a lot of hot dogs. They were good. Um, I didn't stop. Um, Palpatine, all the roar, all I've the rage. That laugh. Kim Horcher's tweet was amazing, by the way. What was, the, what was oh, your tweet, Kim? I, what was on. your tweet? Did you just, just tweet, keep reading. So for, you, was, did you just tweet right now? Someone no, no, no. No, was, no it, was during, it was right It was right after the Rise of Skywalker panel, and I was I was going through my, my mentions, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I got hit with, with, with hers, and mm-hmm. it was I actually audibly laughed in the theater. I felt a great disturbance in the Force, as if one voice... Christian Harloff, all the way from Chicago, suddenly cried out, I told you, (laughs) and will never be silenced. I fear something terrible has happened. Yes. You were were not not inaccurate. Uh, Um, Anyway, what were they saying? So so we saw it even then at Celebration. Uh, McDarmid has been playing around with how much... He's either in it or not, or, you know, so the laugh comes out. Then he comes out, roll it again. And then he's like, nah, I just was stopping by. Uh, we know that's a joke. But then on the Star Wars show, he's like, ah, that laugh is old. That's, that laugh is. And so now there's this story here, uh, but it might have been a, you know, a, a stock footage or not stock, but like a sound left over from Jedi or Sith or something yeah. like that. Do you think, do you think there's anything to them going like, like the laugh, oh, we need to pull back expectations or we want to. Su- even though we've said it's happening, like what do you what do you what do you think about all this? It doesn't matter to you if it's not the same. No, box. it's the mystery box. It's it's what they're going to do. They're not going to mm-hmm. tell you exactly what what his role is. They, they did enough mm-hmm. by telling you he's in it and he's involved yeah. in it. Whether or not, I I just find it hard to believe that they put the laugh in the trailer mm-hmm. if it's just a small little cameo. It's like it would be ridiculous, ridiculous. if they did that right. because of course it's going to light people on fire and they're going to get their brains going about how this fits in, where does he fit in, who is he talking to, what? Right. It'd be pop- insane if they if it was like nothing. No, if you just pop- now now that's not that doesn't you could still do something to where I don't know Kylo Ren finds old holocrons or something and, and is having and maybe that and he's been learning more stuff about the dabble in the dark and the dark side and that he's not right, necessarily right. back. A lot of people have thought that. I don't think that's the case. I think that it going back to the comments that JJ made about tying all the trilogies together. If you go into episode three with that conversation mm-hmm. where he says Plagueis basically taught him how to cheat death. Use that play it. I think there's definitely. I don't think Plagueis will be in this movie, but I certainly think that they'll have to one way or another. If if mm-hmm. Palpatine is back, then it, they will definitely mention how he was how Plagueis taught him how to do this one way or another. That, that and that's a way to kind of lock the trilogies together. What do you think? Huh? I mean, I love. Uh, yeah, I've been saying for a while we are lockstep on on the idea of Palpatine back in any way, shape, or form, even referenced or weaved in or uh, something about his his past. It makes sense to me, especially if you're talking about tying it together, which is why I still love the idea that the Rise of Skywalker title is also referring to this idea that people in the galaxy, the bad guys feel the Skywalkers are dead. Anakin, Luke, Luke never showed right. up. He failed you, all this kind of stuff. And then the idea of a, a rise of the Skywalker name still, whether it's Kylo, Rey, all of the above, none of the above, that's what they give new Jedis. I, I haven't settled on what I want out of that, and, and I'll wait for the film. But it all kind of ties back together. So uh, to the original story, original thing of a, a stock laugh, I mean, that's the best laugh to pull yeah. anyways, and I love that moment, and, and whether it's new or not. It goes back to the, for the Force Awakens teaser, uh, the second teaser, whatever it was, where Luke's, you know, 
uh, they they take the Jedi, you know, my you know my family, the strong force is strong in my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was just reworked. Right. Initially, we thought it was brand new. I think uh, Hamill said he recorded some stuff underneath it, but it was the same audio. Well, there's also that shot where someone's handing the lightsaber to Leia that they well, never yeah, used. Yeah, Maz, we believe, right? Yeah. That's what we thought. So maybe there's maybe. Do you think they're going to use that scene, kind of going off course a little bit too? Because that trailer, the Force Awakens trailer that they showed at, at uh, Celebration mm-hmm. in 2015, mm-hmm. and there's that big scene of my sister had it, and you see someone handing a lightsaber, and they've mentioned that there's a lot of stuff that they pulled from the, For- the Force Awakens non-scene footage. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to use that scene this time around? Of course. You've yeah. got to find a way, because you, you've got to pull every resource you can. You've got to figure it out somehow and how to make it work in this new story. Sure. Um, yeah, and kind of right around these scenes. you think it'll show up, Ken? I, 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 I would like to. I would like to. Whether or not the, you, know, you, you swap out that lightsaber for something else or just use the audio and repurpose it, yeah. Because uh, I do like the, the Maz uh, character. I, I, uh, you know, as much as I love Last Jedi, I did not like the use of her in The Last Jedi. I thought, yeah. I thought that was one of my least favorite moments. Um, but I love the character, and, and it was used great in Forces of Destiny, her kind of telling stories around the campfire. So there's a lot of knowledge there, a connection to Han. It all makes sense. Yeah. yeah right. wouldn't mind Is that everything going on in the world? Uh, one final little thing. We teased it up top, and uh, yeah, Roka dropped this in here, and I thought it was a great, fun little uh, kind of editorial from a guy named Brett White on uh, Decider uh, about the idea of uh, Disney Plus and would they, could they, how dare you not do it, cowards, uh, add the <laughs> holiday special and the Ewok movies. Now, George Lucas, if he has his brothers, he famously said he'd burn all the copies. Um, there's one currently sitting in my apartment, CBS broadcast copy. It's on YouTube, too. Uh, yeah, you can find parts of it, too. too. Um, you can find a lot of it. Uh, and then the Caravan of Courage and the Battle of, uh, of Endor. Um, you know, would you want to see it on there? They're <laughs> canon adjacent at this point. I don't think they'll ever be they're fully. Legends. They're legends, but there's things, Akmena's canon, all that kind of stuff. And then Favreau and Filoni both name-dropped them at the panel for Mandalorian, and, and that's what this article references. And we know the Mandalorian's weapon is the one that Boba Fett had in the holiday special, and there's also uh, the creature, the, the Blurg, which is from the Ewok movies that was featured in the, in the Mandalorian footage we saw. So, uh, it just goes, I don't know, it's a fun question for Star Wars fan. Do you want to see that? Do you feel, even though it's legends or this and that it was made produced nathan hamill loves teak could we get that on disney plus would you even want that um could we get it no right do i want it no I don't need. I, I, it's garbage. It's, it's complete and utter garbage. It's horrible. It's, it is horrible. It's like it's public bad. access. It's bad. It's terrible. But it's just because they pull cool stuff out of it, like yeah. Boba Fett, it doesn't mean that you should make it so. It's awful. And George Lucas himself says it. It's garbage. Yeah. And Which, no, and again, it shouldn't be. They had no. They farmed it out. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Bruce Valanche worked yeah, on it. Yeah, I know. Can you imagine if you were a Disney Plus subscriber that you've never got into? this before and you're like oh, I'm going to sign up they, they have Star Wars stuff and you've never even heard of this thing you pull this piece of filth up and then you watch this you're like what am I subscribe this is not worth six ninety nine. I would pay six ninety nine a month just one time to see uh, Carrie Fisher's life this song B. Arthur in it also when she was trying this. to launch her yeah. singing career yeah. 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 do you think this life piece day. of nonsense should be on it is yeah. Arthur, she yeah here if Act you Manor. bury it it's just going to become this greater and greater legend people are going to be like I got to get this bootleg copy. Yeah, bury it. It's yeah. been Look, for a long is time. it bad? Yes. Mm-hmm. Should everyone know about it and see parts of it at least? 
Mm-hmm. I think so. Go to it on YouTube, though. You don't want to put that on your, your ultimate premiere. <laughs> you think stream it tarnishes the, the service that much? I just, it, it's just so low quality, and it's just—it's it's, real bad. It's okay, it's bad. It's you bad. should look at the other. <laughs> Yeah. Every Wookiee who's is not, not Chewbacca canon. is it's wearing like, canon, by the a way. smock. <laughs> they pulled stuff from it that is canon. Because the are just too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, our producer, John Roca, said, it's canon. It's actually not canon. I think we should just add a mic for John at that table. Yeah. For now I on. think they've been asked. I think that the uh, story John just asked. wants to see Lumpy itchy. and Mala. Lumpy is canon. And itchy. Yeah, and Mala and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he itchy. wants to watch the grandpa watch softcore porn. <laughs> yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. Let's. Now, that is everything in the movie news. I don't even know if that was movie news, but we're going into, we will now get into what's the deal with canon, not the Christmas special or holiday, who cares? Uh, now we will talk about everything that connects to the films that could be novels or games or television shows, whatever it is. We are going to talk about it right now. Kenneth Napsakian, what do you got? Uh, we got a first kind of real in-depth review of, uh, not in-depth review, but just a look at Fallen Order. IGN put some stuff out there. Uh, we didn't have a real big chance to dive into that conversation. Uh, coming out of Chicago. All right. Um, So with Fallen Order, uh, what are you? I know you're excited for this game, like me, because we're just old guys that want to sit on our couch and not have to deal with online communities and just play the game. Yes. Um, Are you excited? Where's your? What's your thoughts on this now? Well, I'm the most excited about this one because most excited. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I am because when you. Yes, I'd like to sit on the couch and not worry about if, if some 13-year-old's going to shoot me in the head when I'm not looking. Um, but <laughs> That can happen no matter what. That's true, but I'm sorry. And, and as far as the game goes, um, I... I am watching. Uh, I am watching these games for the story as yeah. much as anything else. That's why I like Battlefield Two so much more than the first one is because there was a story to be told there. I didn't really care about the other stuff. I just wanted to play the story. The fact that we get right after Revenge of the Sith, the stuff I always liked was the Jedi Purge and what happened and how it's going to play into it. When will we see Vader? If we see him at all, the Inquisitors. It's really from the story that they told. It's just another telling of the Force Unleashed. Excuse me. That's from that's the. Vader immortal thing. This is from the story they're telling. It's another thing of, of basically the, the Jedi on the run, mm-hmm. and how's he going to get away? Does he embrace it? Does he stay? It's it's more like New Dawn. You're right, 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 and, right. And I like that. I like to see. Is that going to play into anything else too? Because one of the, one of the things I'd love to see happen eventually is that video games they get popular enough. They even though it hasn't been done successfully yet. No, no, but I said when video games play popular enough as far as like, a, like a, um, whether it's Halo or, or Video Uncharted. games are massively no, popular. No, let, let me finish the thought. So, I mean, as far as like, as far as like the, when, when a game itself becomes very popular, not, not every video game that's released becomes popular. Like there are some that are duds. A particular story, when it gets popular enough, that films try to turn them into excuse me studios try to turn them into films mm. right and that hasn't happened yet Uncharted people still think that it's got a shot Max Payne was a bomb I mean there's so many that were bombs Assassin's Creed you know, yeah. Assassin's Creed are bombs but nonetheless they still get they still are there's an attempt so what I'm hoping is that if a Star Wars game gets popular enough to where there's a potential that if you can take this character and spin off and let's say they say well, look we have this time period too, and Cal is really kicking ass here. Let's give him his own spinoff movie because the kid is a great actor. The kid from Shameless it looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes you do that for a reason. So that's kind of what I meant as far as mm. the game itself and the story is popular enough that maybe they can turn this into a series of movies. I mean, that's definitely a hard transition, which is why we haven't really seen right. a good video game movie because there's just so many small details that get told over tens of hours in a single player campaign that just won't translate to a two hour film at all 
Um, I mean, it could be cool. I, I I'm excited for this because we lost Amy Hennig's. Uh, oh, Star yeah. Wars game. You know, she was the one who, who worked on Uncharted, and yeah. then they were going to make another one. I really believe in single player campaigns, and I don't. I know they're not as profitable. You can't really stick loot loot boxes or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it on there. But mm-hmm. I love them. They're great storytelling methods, mm-hmm. and sometimes oh. they're really fun. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what Kim's saying there, and, and, and the, the move to the online battle royal stuff, which are which are fun, and I, I still enjoy Battlefront too. But I, I get the repetitive nature of it. I, I I don't play it often, you know, once a week or so. Um, uh, I I I I think Star Wars needs one. There was the you know the loss of some of the other ones um, that we were expecting. I think there's. You know, I would say a lot of pressure on this game because uh, Star yeah. Wars fans mm-hmm. want this. And they so, want it to be good. They want it to be yeah. good. Well, everyone's excited because it's a respawn, and they just yeah. had that success with uh, Apex. Right. And that was kind of like a surprise game, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, look, I think we're all, if you're a Star Wars fan, and especially if you're a gamer, you really want this to work. And even if you're not or used to be a gamer, you want to get back into it. Because I know a lot of people got into games uh, to play Star Wars games because when LucasArts was really thriving, yeah. They had some great games. People would get get this stuff just to get gaming systems just to play Star Wars games. So I'd like to see a, an age to where we get back there before the dark times. Well, before it's the exciting Empire. that they're bringing back Knights of the Old Republic in some kind of form. Isn't it just Old Republic? But yeah. Well, they said they're doing something with something. it. They haven't said what it is. They're doing an addition to the other Old Republic stuff that they're doing. I would love to get a, a redo of Nice Old Republic. Mm-hmm. And let's also see what happens with this Benioff and Weiss stuff. If it is indeed set back in that time, mm-hmm. then to spawn off some games in that time period could be really interesting. So right. I, a lot of exciting things to happen. I think that it's this is the end of an era this year, right? We close out with Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker. I think you put that, that those nine movies that's the end that you're you're done and now you're really bringing in a whole new wave starting with the mandalorian going into mm-hmm. cassian andor and then bringing in these new films it's an exciting time to be a star wars fan because there's not a lot of um like expectations too of like well i hope this character does this instead of that because that's not what i would have done mm-hmm. brand new characters the way that you felt the first time you saw the original trilogy like well who's this guy sitting in the cantina and why did he just shoot that alien for no reason mm-hmm. um i think we can have moments like that again all right anyway let's move on what's next uh, let's talk a little bit about Galaxy's Edge opening May 31st in Anaheim at Disneyland, uh, the Disneyland Resort and Hotel, and then uh, later fall uh, in uh, for Orlando. But the focus right here is on the Anaheim one, and the rollout of the new land has been plagued by glitches. Reading a story here from uh, GazetteNet.com. Uh, but there's this thing that, you know, some emails went out telling some uh, people, probably those uh, fancy, rich, m- uh, yearly pass holders, um, I'm down here in steerage, uh, that uh, they the make some reservations, but it looks like they might get only like four hours of guaranteed time to explore this land. This is also a bit of a soft opening, as we know. What is it? The Rise of the Resistance, yeah. I believe, right? It's not there. Yeah. Smuggler's Run will be, which is the uh, Hondo Anaka mission with the Falcon and all that kind of st- cool stuff. Uh, I'm just there for the green and blue milk drinks. So, a um, little bit of glitches, which, you know, that's kind of Disney tradition yeah. on openings of new things. That goes back to 55. <laughs> so, um, uh, I still don't think I'm getting in here 
here for about two years. Uh, my expectations are low on that. I think sooner than that, but, yeah. but, but you're still looking at a, a, a while before you – I think before you want to go, to yeah. be honest with you. I think because even if it's – you start with the glitches, right? Yeah, yeah. Let them figure out the kinks oh, and, yeah. and figure it out. So to, would it be awesome to walk around, look at the land itself? But I want to I experience it when it's really thriving. And I think that a year and a half, two years is really when it's going to start to kind of pick up. Now, if someone says to me, hey, I got passes, do you want to go? I'm not going to say no. I'm going to go. But I'm not yeah. going to go out of my way yet because the crowds, again, this, because of what the way that they showed this stuff at Celebration of the way you're going to experience some of it, it's like, well, let's say like the three of us, or well, four of us go to this thing and we go to, on the Falcon. Yeah. Each one of us has a different job. Different job, right? right? Yeah. So one of us will be steering it. One of us will be on the cannons. One of us will be doing yeah. other things. And you all have a job which is fantastic and a lot of fun mm-hmm. but that means there's thousands of other people waiting to do that exam and i don't know maybe there's maybe there's four or five pods uh-huh. maybe there's 10 right but still that's that's a big experience you're going to be on that line you're going to be on that all day like, oh yeah it's there's it, you're gonna be doing that all day because because even because if it's two minutes it's too short what's what's the point yeah. of the wait 15 20 minutes yeah you know it's like it's 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 gonna take its time yeah yeah uh, a, a long wait short return reminds me of my first relationship but i'll tell you about uh, can we decide the line or can we decide the duties right now if we go as a team we're still trying to figure that out when we morning. went to the vr thing uh, you were you were in charge of opening that door with that code and it took you a while we almost died and yes. i want to make sure we get the right jobs that's it's the truth i, I have no i Kim, have nothing can you to do crack with any it. codes yeah uh, I have not no a i'm bad at driving but good at shooting you're no. a gunner yeah yeah i see i i, I would do, I, i'll see the ship driving i can see the ship you're good at driving yeah, yeah. You've, you've done entire Facebook very, live broadcasts while driving. So. I was very proud of myself on the 405 today. 405 and, and yep. the, uh, yeah, coming, like, I was maneuvering. I really You're maneuvering. Good. Really getting through the, yeah, the, you do the good. Weaving, bobbing and the weaving. I've, I mean, uh, you've driven to San Diego with me in the yeah. car. And I, I get no complaints, man. Yeah, it's just good, good music, good you know, conversation. You're you know what it is? Buddy. It's my, my buddy's friend from New York. Uh-huh. To, uh, he taught me. I remember doing jo- we do these driving jobs when I was like sixteen. Right. And I'll never forget this. He always right. said, "When you're on Drugs the highway, to the border? nope, not yet. That was the second." Whoa. He said, "He said, he said, when you're driving, find the open space and take it." Yeah. Is it? Just take the open space. That's what you got to do. You just got to find that open space. And every single time if you're driving on yeah. the highway, you take the open space and you'll be good. It's good. And I've followed it it's since like, I was 16 like, years old. It's like walking around a mall with me. I'm the best. People got you know what? Yeah, 17 years experience. Yeah, you, know where to go. Things. Yeah. you know where to go. It's All good. Right. Anyways, What's welcome next? to mall walkers and freeway drivers <laughs> uh, here in Collider. Uh, you got that out of your mouth. Kim, any thoughts on Galaxy's Edge? <laughs> I mean, I think at this point... <laughs> Or where do you like to or walk? Or malls, yeah. I guess. Um, I shop online. I don't really go to malls. Uh, okay, so That's I fair. think the reservation system at this yeah. point is the best you're going to do. Yeah. yeah. There, this is the best case scenario before yeah. it just gets wild. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, I think the, what we're going to have initially are people taking the YouTube videos and putting them up about their experience. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what a grenade of Coke looks like. The yeah. little, little it, you, was that the only big reveal at the panel? It was a really lame reveal. Yeah? It was a really lame reveal. It was, I mean, it it was cool, my most disappointing panel that I went to for yeah. the whole time. Everything else I was very uh, satisfied with. I remember that you texted me. You're like, are you going to this panel? And I was like, in, 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 in still in my hotel room. And I was yeah. like, oh, I, I can't. I don't have the heart to tell. I think I responded with, you, you missed nothing. <laughs> um, it, it's just because, and they got the problem was the way that they revealed this thing. They have this, yeah. they have this sponsorship with Coke or whatever they're doing, great. which is great, good for great, them, good for you. And then they go, check this out, everybody. You're gonna be really excited. Woo! And then they show like the 
thermal detonator. It kind of looks like Coke. I know. Right. That's what. It, oh, yeah. yeah. The only cool thing about it is that they gave you a shirt in the Coke with the alien language. I, a lot of people were scrambling cool. for that. But I mean, but it the was like, thing, yes. But that was the big reveal. And Josh Gad had a nice bit inside of the. Uh-huh. He, he was funny, but you got nothing out of it. It was, it was worthless. <laughs> You got nothing. Nothing. All right. What's you got next? nothing. You got gad. Uh, you got that. Uh, that's kind of it. We got a couple comics coming out. Oh. That uh, uh, Tie Fighter number one, Galaxy's Edge number one. They're getting oh, really yeah. ramping up. I'm really excited. The book for the, coming for that too. I think. Yeah. I'm excited to check out the Tie Fighter one. Jody Hauser wrote that one. I think Jody Hauser's doing some of the best Star yeah. Wars writing right now with the, her Age of series that she was doing a lot of those on. Doctor Afra, Afra Thirty One. I uh, love the character of Afra. The story, as always, is just bizarre and yeah. weird and outside the box, and that, that's why a lot of people love it. And I, I do love that character. Uh, there was also one uh, I haven't read it yet. I got a I got a uh, text from uh, our pal John Bishop from Making Star Wars about Hey, what do you think about this new so the, the, the the new Vader Dark Visions one, which I think is the second issue. Okay. And people, there's a hubbub about. It, Christian. Oh, what's the hubbub? There's a hubbub. What's the hubbub? I don't know. Oh. But there's a hubbub. All right. Uh, I don't know. Roken, do you know Roka, the hubbub? What's the hubbub? Well, uh, yeah? Uh, I didn't want to include it. Yeah. There's a girl, there's a fangirl who is all over Vader, in love with Vader, wants Oh, to I saw this. Right, right. Vader kills her. A fangirl over Vader. Get this garbage but, but here's an interesting thing. So that, it's for those people who didn't hear yeah, Roka, so we basically. We'll spoil the whole plot. But, yeah, but uh, there's know, something that happens. And well, I saw Frank Janish tweet out about this, too. There's, I guess, someone who's obsessed. Frankie so, Numbers? Yeah. There's someone who's, like, obsessed with Vader, and it doesn't go well for her. Are they is that are they mad because that sounds like a response to fan culture? I don't know. I don't know what it no, is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know Roka the says yes. Also, yeah. a young girl being killed in that way by Vader, like male on female violence, that kind of stuff. Right. Well, Vader Vader doesn't show well, Vader doesn't show any mercy when it comes. He kills everybody. He kills, you guys he, he, have so, to remember that's what his whole thing's like. Yeah, yeah. Source Bandine. Um, Join yeah. the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Right. I don't know, but that's one. Dark Side has cookies. That, well, I haven't yeah, read. Yeah. So, uh, but I got to tell you, the first issue of Dark Visions, uh, I, I didn't connect with it either, so yeah. I haven't picked up the series. But no, that's Afra started. As I used to joke back even on the Jedi Alliance days with Maude that it was like a Vader, it came off as a Vader fangirl. Then the character just turned into something totally different and wonderful. But that was, I used to call her like Vader, was she like Vader's girlfriend? It was really weird. She's following around. But I think she grew past that in in a spectacular fashion. Um, So it's interesting that that, that's coming up back. This other thing, though, by the way, um, TIE Fighter, Mm -hmm. uh, they have a preview of the companion novel Alpha Squadron, which I I just got sent that today. Uh, I got it. And and I. I do want to. I want to get into the the Master and Apprentice first. Yeah, yeah. You haven't started yet. I haven't started uh, yet. No, I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't got the Alphabet Squadron yet. I think it's on. Uh, you have it as well. Great. It's getting there. But Great. yeah, Master and Apprentice, Claudia Gray. Uh, like I said, I'm only like 90 pages in, and it's and it's really interesting. Uh, she writes Qui Gon really good. Yeah. I mean, she's she writes Leia good. She writes Obi Wan and Dooku. I mean, you guys know I love, love Count Dooku. Dooku. Yeah. I think he's a great character, and there's some fascinating stuff already. And I'm I'm not even 100 pages in. Yeah, I got I got to dive into that so, one because Claudia is my favorite. Kim, what you reading these days? Uh, I haven't read these yet, you but know? I thought it was interesting that they kind of refer to the. The rebels or the resistance as like separatists because yeah. I've never really uh-huh. thought about it that way. Yeah, Makes yeah. Sense. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Which, uh, but that's also one of the things I love about Dooku. He's the. From a certain point of view, the father of the rebellion. He's not. He was Sith and all that kind of stuff. But the separatists and right. going against it. Well, because I just don't. I'm in a very insular bubble. Uh, yeah. I'm very pro resistance rebel alliance. Yeah. 
and it's just like, oh, that's how yeah. they think. Okay, mm. all right, I can yeah. I can yeah. understand this kind of. Well, see, then I got this hat on, and I think you're all causing problems, and uh, we're just uh, you know doing maybe good. The, maybe we need problems to get somewhere good, Ken. Oh, oh I go. think that's a good point. I think that's a good so point. Sounds, sounds like um, Werner Werner Herzog. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move on now to hear from I you wish. guys, and that is everything oh. happening in the world of the twits. That's right. You go on to Twitter and hashtag Collider Jedi Council. Mm-hmm. We go through them. John Rooker goes through them, and then he uh, picks some, and now we're going to talk about it. And there's some live ones coming in, too. So Ken, Yeah, I'll look at the live ones here, but let's go with some pre-selected ones. Rooker uh, does a great job sifting through and finding some wonderful questions. And we got this one from Wisconsin underscore life at Badger Cheese 84. That's there's amazing. a lot of things I like in that name. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's, good, uh, good afternoon, Master Jedi Kadapsok. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys, just for me. Uh, watching the episode 9 trailer, I think that the desert world is not Jakku, but Jetta. Do you think that Ray could be looking for something out of the Journal of the Wills on Jetta. So I I think we all kind of gravitate towards Jakku because it makes a lot of sense in some of the new canon, but Jetta's not a far stretch, including the, some of the rock formations. So what would you prefer? What do you think? What do you got? Nah, it's not Jetta. Jetta, I mean Jakku is Jakku just makes sense with the whole with the whole arc with Reyes too. And not, it, not, not just the canon stuff, but yeah. where she is, where she needs to be, if we're gonna find more stuff about her parents or not. Right. Uh, throwing Jetta back in there just randomly. I don't know if it's going to work. And, and I will put the point up, especially if anyone was in the chat room, Jetta doesn't necessarily survive. Right. We see in the Marvel comic, it's basically a, dis- uh, it, 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 a mess. It, 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 we're down for the count after the mm. Death Star, but the idea of it coming back is, is interesting. I so. feel the opposite. I, I would like it more if it were Jetta because, mm-hmm. I mean, who's a Jedi now? Who's going to carry on the tradition or invent a new tradition? It's, it's her. She's not all the way trained either. I think she would do well to go find some some unearthed documents or mm-hmm. artifacts. Jedi's Tosto, it's annihilated from the it's, it's, it's in it, ruins. It, it, the comics, it I looks mean, like a crescent moon. It was in ruins it, it was in ruins before, uh, yeah, before, before the, the, the Death Star. Uh, maybe she could find something in the rubble. She is a scavenger. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I definitely not disagree with you, Kim, because yeah. I think there's something uh, to Wisconsin Life's question. Like, if, if let's just say Jetta was sur- survived in full, right. I'd be really intrigued for her to go to Jetta because there's, there's it's, it's you know, well, the other, the other dispute, though, to that, though, is that she, I believe she is fully trained when we start because when you see that what she says, what Luke says to her, he's like, we've passed on everything we know. It's your invention. Now you're good. Because this doesn't take place right after last Jedi. It's like right. two, three, four years later. So I think she is fully trained. I don't know. And, and, I just don't see that completion, but maybe they'll show it then. Right. It, it, the, the definition of training, like if it's like she has a certificate and she's graduated her night right. courses, I right. think so. I think Daisy said stuff like maybe emotionally there's still a, a, of course. a, a lesson. Yeah, but, yeah, sure. but to your point of that's, yeah, she's, she's learned to she's breathe. She's not a Padawan. She's learned to breathe as yeah. the trailer uh, shows us there. Um, okay. Let's go to Lacey Gilleran. This is a pre-selected question. Lacey writes, what cool new Jedi powers would you want to see in the rise of Skywalker? Jedi powers. Pick people like them, Christian. Yeah. Which ones do you want to see? I don't want to. Um, I don't want to be able to to, to guess. To guess, right? I want. To, I wanted something to be like, oh, well, that's cool. I wouldn't even assume something like that could happen. Like, I really liked that Jedi power of Luke being able to project himself across the galaxy. I loved that. I just didn't like the fact that it killed him afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I liked the yeah, actual power itself. That really took me off guard the first time I saw it yeah. too. Um, I mean, the idea we had earlier about Leia kind of relaying. A message from Han might be cool. Yeah, via like you know, I, I prefer the more mental powers yeah. as opposed to physical powers. To be mm-hmm. honest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ken, uh, I uh, you know, I, I don't battle know, meditation. 
Ba- battle meditation. That's from that's from Knights of the Republic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't because I am bad with force parts. I, I as, as I always say, I love watching more of the Rebellion versus the Empire, and I just kind of go cool new thing. Like I remember Phantom Menace, like lightsabers break yeah. down doors. Awesome. So I'm kind of like you. Just surprise me. I don't need it to be something that's established before. Something brand new, and I think Ray will surprise surprise us even more than a than a leap over a Tie Fighter. Yeah. All right. That's uh, live question. This is kind of a two parter, but the second part is uh, what I'm focusing on here. Uh, Ed Crandall. Hey, Ed. Uh, he writes, I know Captain Phasma's role in the new trilogy was undermined by our GOT shooting schedule. That's, uh, you know, here say we don't know. It makes some sense, but I think uh, I don't think that necessarily was the case. But he writes, do you think we'll ever get a proper uh, female villain in a big screen Star Wars? Carrie Russell, perhaps, uh, down the line. You know, I love Battlefront 2. I would have loved spending just a little bit more time with Aiden uh, Versio as a, as a villain, and I think that was in the works. I just couldn't do that. Um, this, so that's why the change happened fast but what do you think about this no i think carrie russell's going to wind up being one of the junk traders uh oh, yeah, personally yeah, yeah. um i i don't think that i don't think that she's going to be a villain uh, i mean from a certain point of view depending on how, how she treated ray whether or not you consider her a villain but not like a main villain but that being said i definitely think there'll be another uh, opportunity to have a, a female villain and a really and, and a great one like a, mm-hmm. a Kate blanchett type villain and you know uh, thor yeah. yeah thor like someone and and why not and 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 who's been who's been great at doing that Benioff and Weiss, you know, so why not Why not put in some, uh, they have some pretty strong female characters in, in their show, so I'd like to see something like that happen in their movies, and maybe even, you know, like, whether it's not just a villain, but just a really a, a really, a, I, I actually would like to see one of these, like a little finger type character in the, in the Star Wars Old Republic movies, and why not have it be a female? I think that'd be great. What do you think, Kim? Yeah, bring in Lena Headey. Um, right, right. There's no way it's Carrie Russell. Nah. Mm. If anything, she's going to provide some minor antagonism, but there's there's no way it's her. Maybe eventually, but soon? No. Okay. Uh, I, I love this idea. I think there's a lot of room in either you know the new shows, the new um, uh, movies. Uh, as far as yeah, Lena Headey, gosh, g- give me that, give me that. That'd be yeah, so yeah, great. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot, yeah. but I would it's love not to, Heedley, right? Roger? It's not Heedley. It's, not it's, Lena Heedley. It's, it's Heedy or Heedley. Heedley or Heedley. He's, 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 that's not, that, is that a nice, put that away. Yeah. Um, Inside joke, everybody. <laughs> movie trivia showdown. Uh, I, I love the idea of like Maisie Williams in a Star Wars movie, but just go even darker than Arya. Just yeah. start, give, give her a red lightsaber. Tough. Take everyone's face. It takes everyone's face in Star Wars. <laughs> That'd be something cool. cool. Um, All right, let's do uh, the we'll last one. Last one, last one coming down the pipeline here. Uh, well, this, this, uh, there's a, uh, ooh, this, uh, I'll go with this one. Uh-oh. It's daunting. I don't know if I can answer it. Go yet. for it. Ollie Dale tweets in using the hashtag Color Jedi Council. JJ, that's Abram, says he wants us to be satisfied after episode nine. What three things must all cap happen for you to feel satisfied i don't know if i can answer that one i don't right know now. if i can answer as far as satisfied i mean is that going to take the easy answer do and, we want closure like um, a yub nub peace orb ending i don't I mean, know i'd like to see the first order be toast and toast. be scrapped and have them be done um I would like to see the Sith actually survive. That would be satisfying to okay. me. It doesn't necessarily mean it'll ruin the movie if it did. Right, right, but right. I, I honestly, and it's, it's a cliche, it's, it's, it's kind of a simple answer. I just want a good movie. It's really, I just want to walk out and go, that was a good Star Wars movie. And, just, and, and everyone just kind of be on the same page, have that feeling, because I don't think people realize it, is that before, like, 
even even after uh, Force Awakens, the and, and I'm telling you from my experience doing this show, the community was locked in arms, mm-hmm. and it was one of these things. I enjoyed doing the show so much because the comment section was always positive. It was always it was great, and something just happened, and there was a switch uh, in the and, and you can't just blame it on the Last Jedi, but there are other things that happened that it just became vile in a way, and. I felt that air of positivity again at Star Wars Celebration. Um, and I'm hoping that this is a movie that everybody kind of is, is happy with and feels good about. And they just and, and there's people are on board with it again and realize that it's just what we wanted to do. We just want to go and watch a good movie and have some fun and be taken to another galaxy. So I think that that is what would be satisfying for me. I also want the First Order to just turn to dust. Yeah. Thanos stuff. I don't like them. It's the wrong franchise. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, oddly enough, I, I do agree. The first order thing of like a clear decisive yeah. victory there. I joke about the yub nub or the peace orb ending, but yeah, we're that part there, and then you know we get something else. We know the galaxy goes on, but yeah, it, it, it's that stuff to say. I I, I I think expectations could be a double edged sword, and, and that you want to have excitement as a fan, and we love our theories and everything, but. Uh, um, I just kind of you love releasing my mind on what that is, and just go to the theater and see what the adventure is. Uh, the nice thing is, we know there's there's more Star Star Wars stories to be told in a right. lot of different mediums, and 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 I, I and, and yeah, la, the la, beyond just Last Jedi, just there's a lot of a lot of fandoms have gone through a lot of problems in the last year or two. Um, but I'm still I'm telling you, I'm still not tired of Star Wars. There's days we'll, we're done recording here, I'll go home and I'll turn on Battlefront Two, I'll turn on Solo on Netflix. It's, and it's I, not and I just, Star Wars though. It's yeah. not Star. It's just the, the, the I, I have not once from the day I started doing this show till today um, ever fallen in love any more so with the actual I, material itself. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the toxicity that has injected itself into it. Yeah, or, or, it, it, t- co-opted it rather. It was just so confusing because it really it did it really happened out of nowhere because I can't I can't tell you like how if you go back and you watch like the early days of Jedi Council and it was just the the comment section it, it was I was shocked by how wonderful it was and I was shocked with how like like people were had this like positivity of just being a fan and then it just like something happened to where people like half of it like, went to the dark side and it was just it, it on a switch and I'm hoping and maybe it's just being a little naive I'm hoping that this movie if if done well can get people back to that that place again uh, but you know it's just it's just the it's just the the culture we live in I guess too you just got to deal with it it's it's just weird to me as yeah. well I mean it's like when I discover there are racist Star Trek fans, I just think, what do you think you're watching? Yeah. What are you doing? What do you think Roddenberry was doing <laughs> yeah. in the 60s? Like, what do you, right. Yeah. All right. Listen, that was the show for today. I'd like to thank everybody who joined us today. First, thank you, uh, Kim Horcher. Thank you for joining us. Where can hey, get people find you? I'm on Twitter at, at Kim Scorcher and on Instagram at Kim Horcher. And I'm also uh, now on Super League talking about Overwatch. Well, and go. other stuff. Kenneth Napsakian. Hey, good to uh, good to be here. Good to uh, work through my uh, talking problems in the first 15 minutes of the episode. You I apologize passed. for that. Hey, you know, I just uh, that sandwich I ate right before the show finally no. soaked Meatball? in. I, I, no, no. Tuna fish. Right. Uh, no, kidding. No. Uh, go to com. It's all new and improved in there. You can find links to buy my book, Why We Love Star Wars. Pre-order now out May 15th from Mango Publishing. 
And for me, guys, look, it is May 18th coming up, and it's going to be in Houston, the Schmodown. That's right, the Schmodown. You're going to have the <laughs> main event. Well, first, the undercard. We will see our producer, John Roca, and his <laughs> teammate, Dan Merle, the founding father. I wish everyone against, could see him. He's doing this. He's doing a dance. Going up against the local <laughs> the local superstars over there, double-toasted with Corey and Martin. They're going to be playing in well, a team guys. battle. And the main event sees former teammates turned bitter rivals, Andrew Guy and Ben Bateman go head-to-head. Booker T, the legend, will be there, and he'll be. if you want to get a meet-and-greet with Booker, you can do it. Same thing, get the tickets over at theschmodownlive.com. We will be there inside of a wrestling arena, Booker T's arena, and it'll be inside of the ring itself. It'll be a lot of fun. Please come join us. And if you're brand new to this channel, make sure you subscribe to Collider Video. Check this show out on podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Go and make sure you subscribe, leave us a comment, do the whole thing. May the force be with you always. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.